That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where we believe that the internet is a wonderful place and a terrible one because two things can be true at the same time. I'm Sasha. I'm Sadie. Um, And so Sadie had this awesome idea the other day for an episode uh, for this week. Think Flying Spaghetti Monster. Um, because Lord knows that we have a love-hate relationship with social media and the internet in general. But we wanted to try to explain the risk versus reward this week. So we're going to continue this series. We'll probably do one more next week. And if you like it, let us know, and we'll keep doing them. Um, we're, Send us a letter via email. Yes. Hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. <laughs> or you can slide into the DMs at Meathead Test Kitchen everywhere except for Twitter, where we're at MTK staff. So... We're going to approach this episode a little bit differently. So this week we're going to list a good thing and a bad thing at the same time and then break those things down. So buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride. We have how many different PowerPoint presentations have you and I collectively sat Mm. through about target demographics Mm. and social media Mm. best practices? Oh my goodness. Like... Parts of the job that nobody really tells you about when you started a media career 15 years ago before Mm. social media took over Mm. is how many fucking meetings you're going to have to sit in where you talk about how to properly word a Facebook post so that you get someone to actually click the fucking link. Yes. Like... When we talk about social media, yes, we're talking about our own personal experiences. And we're also talking about our own professional experiences as talent, but also as people who have sat yeah. through many hours of education on how to effectively target and use social media. Right. And we talk about social media on this all, on this podcast all the time. And that's why we're like, when she when Sadie brought that up, I was like, this is a fantastic, we need to like dive into this. We're going to give some nerdy stats about stuff and just have an overall conversation about like, yes, social media and the internet are important, obviously. But I think that there are things that get overlooked because we're so used to being on it anymore. We totally take what we have for granted. And sometimes we let that drive things that we don't realize we're letting slide. Yes. Let me put it that way. Yes. Um, Like there are things that we all sign up to unknowingly when we agree to terms and conditions. Because no one's fucking reading that shit. No, nobody's going through that 20 fucking page referendum. Nobody wants that. And if you are, good on you. But I'm not fucking doing that. (laughs) I'm clicking agree and moving on with my fucking day. (laughs) Oh, you want my firstborn child and my left foot? Sweet. Sign me up. Have it. All yours. See you later. Goodbye. Wasn't going to have that baby anyway. Enjoy. (laughs) Um, But like, yeah, social media can be a really great thing. Like we've all found really amazing people via social media. Mm -hmm. I'm not, we're, we're not saying don't use it. At all. We're not saying don't use it because it can be awesome and it can still be an enjoyable place once you figure out how to make it an enjoyable place for you. Yes. It's one of those things where you kind of have to put the onus on yourself. No one's going to do it for you, but those block and mute buttons are at your fucking disposal. You can use them as much as you want. There's not a limit to how many people you can block. Did you say ownness? Ownness. Yeah. It's onus. 
onus. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I've heard it pronounced both ways. Again, podcasting is just mispronouncing words you've said wrong forever, apparently. Onus. Onus? I onus. don't fucking know. The onus. You own it. No, I is like that. Is that a word? It's onus. The quality or state of belonging to Ownness? oneself. Onus. Yeah. Wow. See? Well, let's see, we both learned something new We're today. We're both right. High yeah. Five. Yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> I like when we're both right. Yes. <laughs> it's way better than when one of us is right because then it's just like, it's like weird. <laughs> we're both stubborn and yes. the other person's just not yeah. going to admit that they're not right for uh-huh. like five minutes. Uh-huh. But anyway, um, so like it's on you to make social media the place that you want to hang out in. And mm-hmm. I say that from a place of experience because I have left and come back to social media so many fucking mm. times that you would laugh at me. But you have to do it sometimes because we're going to talk about why social media is the way it is here in a minute. Mm-hmm. But like, again, we're not just you random ass holes that are just spouting bullshit about nothing we have receipts you can yes. find all of the references that we're using for today's episode in the show notes we at meathead always link our sources and, and my, a lot of times if there's st- like stats involved i'm gonna like i'm literally like copy pasting because like we, we here's, here's the information can, yeah so um yeah those those are always going to be in the in the show notes but man i remember specifically one time i was working in lincoln as a music director at a radio station and we were sitting in on a meeting and this was when facebook was still top dog so this mm. tells you how long ago this was <laughs> um we were talking about how to use facebook posts and targeted ads because targeted ads were new at the time mm-hmm. to to get to millennial consumers mm-hmm. because back in the day we were the target demographic before, yes. you know, everybody started chasing Gen Z. Yeah. Everybody was chasing us. And I'm like 24 and I am sitting in this fucking PowerPoint in this like bougie ass conference room in middle of Nashville, Tennessee on like a Wednesday afternoon with a bunch of old white guys. Oh yeah. Love and that. I'm just like, these guys have no fucking idea what they're talking about. They're talking about marketing to people that they don't even, they're talking. Yeah. Because, they've never spoken to. Because <laughs> at the time and it was country music. So the country yeah. music target demo is women 25 to 45. Right. That's your money demo. You want the, you know, the older college students and the soccer moms. Mm-hmm. That's, that's who gives you your money. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what they were talking about. And I'm like, these motherfuckers have no clue how to, this is when I started to realize that men had no idea, A, what women want or B, how to talk to us. Yeah. Is yeah. when I started going to these fucking seminars, dude. I'm like, now a they man, don't even have to do that because they mine your data. Yeah, now <laughs> they just mine your data. You don't you you don't even know that you're giving them metrics uh-huh. that you're giving them, and exactly. we're going to talk about that. So, yes. like, the internet can be a really good way to get your information or to get information out there very quickly. It can also be a really good way to spread misinformation. Mm. Um, and we're not going to get political today, but we're going to discuss how this applies to the fitness and nutrition space and how it can positively and negatively affect your fitness journey or even your mental health. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anyone anywhere can post anything that they want to, any information and people somewhere will believe it no matter how wrong it is or how true it is. Because we all have biases. Exactly. Don't. And a lot of times, especially companies are preying on that, on those biases mm-hmm. in case you were not aware. They're uh, taking advantage of you in ways you don't even realize. Exactly. You don't believe us. There are videos lying to people about carbs exercise and even fucking drinking water on the goddamn internet. So it's your <laughs> job to verify what's bullshit and what isn't. Yeah. Um, Do have, a little bit of Googling for I the mean, love of, of whatever you believe in. Despite what our math teachers told us 25 <laughs> years ago, I do have a calculator in my pocket yeah. at all times. It's a fucking supercomputer that mm-hmm. has more memory on it than my first actual PC did. 
This thing yeah. farts and it has more hard drive space right. than my first computer did. Right. Had four gigs on a hard drive. How do you can't play The you Sims on a four gig hard drive, like dude? Anymore. No way. No way. <laughs> One song, if it's in the right file type, is four gigs. Yes. Yes. Dude, that's a movie. But anyway, so like um, media literacy, we talk about it. You've heard us talk about it before. We are big fans of it as we are. Tr- like traditionally classically trained broadcasters. Like we are big sticklers about media literacy and like journalistic integrity. Sasha and I don't fuck around with that shit. If you see us go after somebody on Twitter for something they said, it's because they deserve it because they crossed a line they shouldn't have crossed. Mm -hmm. They're our peers too. We can fucking yell at them just as much as anybody else. You gotta be willing to call something when it's bullshit. Yes. If If it smells like shit and it looks like shit, it's probably fucking shit. Yep. Period. So like if, if you've listened to this podcast a while, you've you've heard us mention media literacy a time or five. It teaches individuals to apply critical thinking to media messages and to use media to create your own messages. We live in the age of Google. Yes. Critical we do. thinking like it's it's I have this conversation at least once a week, I feel like we have all of the fucking information in the literal universe available at our fingertips. And what do we use it for? To tell people to eat horse paste because they got COVID. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jesus, where did we go wrong? Uh, <laughs> where well, did we go wrong? We won't dive into that today because no, that could like, be a whole series long podcast. But like, that's the fucking tangent this timeline went off on. That's our back to the future sub 1985. That's our 1985 B. What the, f- how the fuck did we get here? Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. You could look up how to do nuclear fission in your kitchen, mm-hmm. but instead you're telling people that carbs are going to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a lot of times it's, it's for shock value to get clicks or, or to always for the clout or whatever. If you don't believe that folks are getting their information from the internet and or social media in 2020, seven, there was a study done, a poll done 78.5% of traditional media reporters polled use social media to check for breaking news. 59% of Twitter users and 31% of Facebook users polled followed breaking news from these sites. Social media, okay? So social media sites are one of the top news sources for 46% of Americans compared to 66% for television. Obviously, television is probably going to be the number one for that for a while, but 26% for printed newspapers and 23% for radio. Social media users have even been responsible for breaking news before it hits the news cycle. Yeah. I mean, look at I've, when when all the BLM stuff happened a yeah. couple summers ago, like, I mean, shit, it happened, I saw it happen live on the ground in Puerto Rico in 2019. Like, social media, Facebook Live specifically, was giving us news faster than the traditional media outlets could give us about yeah. what was happening with the protests and the riots. Well, and hell, all that there stuff. was like, just something the other, and this wasn't even news, this was an actual individual who was shooting people in Memphis <laughs> yeah. and live streaming yeah. it. That's like, not the first time that's happened. No, either. it isn't. Like, people that's, have done it on Twitch. Like it's ugh, it's completely fucked. Yeah. And people, I haven't seen the movie Nope yet, but I'm not going to oh. ruin it for any of you. But like the spectacle of the internet has ruined humankind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, without giving anything about that movie away, that's what that movie is about. And like know that going in because Jordan Peele movies are going to make you fucking think, and you're going to oh, have yeah. to watch it again. Yep. Um. I'm so glad that like he went off on his fucking yeah. horror, horror tangent. It's yeah. been so beautiful. Like yes. some of his, his movies are so good that I can't watch some of them because yeah. they fuck with me. Like I've, I've read the synopsis and I'm like, Oh boy. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. I ain't fucking with that. 
I love you, but I can't do that. No, yeah. I'll read it. That sounds awesome though. But like, um, everybody does, we've talked about this before. You've heard me bitch about this before. Like everybody lives for the fucking like, mm-hmm. stop. There's an episode of black mirror about yeah. it. Stop. You don't even realize that you're doing it. No. I mean, it's, it's, it's really difficult. I think for me, like in this space, like, because I want the podcast to do well. So like when we post something, we've gotten some traction from posting things on platforms like TikTok. Um, but constantly refreshing mm-hmm. to make sure that it's doing well is not good for my mental health. Or if one pops off and you know that you're going to have to ride the comment section all day long to make sure that nobody's being a dickhead to yes. either you or your followers. Yep. Like yep. it's people are like, Oh, it must be so easy. But it's like, no, it's, no. it's a fucking chore. It's a yep. job just like any other fucking job. Yep. And people think it's ironic that we rail about social media and they're like, well, you have to promote yourself on social media. Yes, we do have to promote ourselves yep. on social media. Everybody does. You're yep. a small business owner. Guess what? Now you're you gotta, a fucking creator too, yep. because otherwise nobody's going to know about your shit. Yep. That's, I mean, that's just the, the way, the way that it is. I think that it's a little disheartening too, just to see how, and we're going to spend just a second on this, uh, or some, you know, we'll expand upon this a little yes, bit more in a second. We'll, we'll come back after the tangent. We promise. But it's, I think that the thing that gets me is, is I go off on this all the time. Every single goddamn time I do a live, I, I fucking rail on this. It's, it's the, the constant feeling like you have to compare yourself or, or thinking that, You've got to do this, that, or the other thing in order to be on the correct, right path of your fitness journey. And it's like, man, no, no, <laughs> it's not that complicated. No, it's no, it no, really doesn't need to be. <laughs> do what you like. Yep. Like that's it. That's it. Yep. Do what you like. Yep. And if somebody doesn't like what you're doing, as long as you're not hurting anybody, fucking move on with yep. your day. Yep. Pay them no mind. Exactly. And I know that's easier said than done, but the more you do it, the easier it gets. Yeah. It yeah, really is. Sure. It really is one of those things that you can practice and master. The art of not giving a fuck. Oh my God. If that is one thing that I wish I could gift to every single person that I care about in my life, like here, here's my bag of no fucks. Enjoy. Right. Now we have two bags of no fucks. Exactly. <laughs> Spread the love exactly. by a third. <laughs> like, yeah. But like the downside to this whole thing about social media being our breaking news is that misinformation can spread faster and farther than the truth because it's sensational. Yes. When you sensationalize something, people are going to want to talk about it. And sometimes we've talked about it before. Sometimes the actual answer isn't sexy. So if it's not sexy, how can you market that? Exactly. Like, and I think that sometimes uh, that I have to remind myself of that fact sometimes because when something is true and it's just blunt and uh-huh. it's factual information it's not sexy it's not sensationalized so people don't want to really interact with it or or they'll blow by it because it doesn't fit the narrative that they've made up for themselves in their head it's the bullshit effect i don't remember what it's called we've mentioned it before but it is the actual thing that says it takes so much more work to undo a lie than it does to just like yep yeah it sure does so from the same poll that we mentioned earlier 64 percent of people who use twitter for news say that they've encountered something they quote unquote later discovered wasn't true Mm. 64 percent that's almost two-thirds of twitter users yes and there's almost a lot two-thirds that's yeah. you know how many how many billions millions, billions of people use twitter yeah worldwide yeah 64 percent cabron yeah 
That's those. I don't like those. That's odds. staggering. Yes, yeah. that's that's pretty scary. Actually, yeah, it and, really is. And when you look at what's happened in America over the last five years, it makes a whole lot of fucking sense. Um, so like they've they've later discovered that something wasn't true. I'm that friend that if you post a link and it's bullshit, I'll be like, I'll DM you. I'm not going to put you on right, blast, yeah. but I'll be like, hey, dude, you shared this. I don't I don't think Here, you know the full story. Here's, here's some, some more context. about that. Yeah. People have done that for me and I appreciate that yes, shit because yes. it makes me in the long run not look like a dumbass. <laughs> that and and you're educating yourself. Yes. <laughs> you know? And and you know what? Sometimes it does suck to be wrong. It does. Everybody no wants to be right. Yeah. But sometimes when you're wrong and you know you're wrong, just say thank you for letting me know. I will do better next time. Yes, exactly. It's as as yeah, as simple as that. It Words. really is. It really is. That's all you have to do. Yes. So there was a study published in the Journal of Science that found um, that lies spread six times faster than the truth on Twitter, and fake news is retweeted more often than actual news. I put this, I put these statistics in here in these percentages because I think it's very important to mm-hmm. realize that that 64% is like mind breaking. That's wildfire. Ooh, yeah. And this doesn't just apply to news. This also applies to like just about anything, mm-hmm. including and maybe specifically in the fitness and nutrition arena. Snake oil sells faster than unsexy factual information, unfortunately, like Try I mentioned this earlier. Balm. It's going to give you an ass of the oh, gods. Man. Do some fucking glute kickbacks and some squats. Right. Call me next week. Right. It's <laughs> I, And I understand the the need or wants or the, you know, facade of the need or want to have these things happen fast. But as you know, and if you've been listening to the podcast a while, you know what I'm about to fucking say. One, your mileage may vary. Um, but two, if it, <laughs> if it looks like bullshit and looks like it's too good to be true, it probably fucking is. This yeah. shit takes time. And I understand that it's really difficult to be patient and we want what we want when we want it, but that's just not how it fucking works in this area. It just isn't. I'm sorry. we see, well, the other thing that factors into this, and I'm not going to shit on on actors or actresses because they're just doing their jobs, but we see these amazing body transformations happen with actors in the span of six to eight. Phil and I were talking about this yesterday. Did you see that video the other day from Rob from, uh, I can't pronounce his last name correctly and I don't want to botch it, but from It's Always Sunny, somebody asked him how he got his body he goes yes. well it's really simple and everyone can do it all you have to do is basically he's like you have to starve yourself and you have to work out eight hours a day and you have to have a personal chef no yeah. big deal right yeah that's how <laughs> they do it but that's exactly what we were talking about yeah. like people don't realize like when when actors do this shit so like when it's really extreme and it is very extreme so like they are dedicating their entire waking day mm-hmm. to looking like whatever they need to look like for the mm-hmm. first day of filming and there have been a lot of actors and actresses now that are coming out and they're like, dude, it's so fucking unhealthy. We don't get yes. enough time to actually properly do this. And then when we try to, you know, refeed and come back from mm. it, we're fucking wrecked. Yep. Your body doesn't like extreme shit, man. No. So <laughs> like when you see, when you see famous people do that shit, A, it was very deliberate. Mm-hmm. It was literally their only job. Mm-hmm. And they, and had, they had someone, a lot of help. They had a shit ton of help. <laughs> they had a fucking personal trainer that probably came to their house yep. or that they met privately. Yep. 
Um, they have a personal chef that decides, you know, the macro. They don't even have to think about nope. what they're eating. They don't nope. plan their menu. Someone fucking does that for yep. them. Like there are so many. So when you see people like the Kardashians trying to delve out information about health and nutrition and like lifestyle, don't listen to that fucking shit. They don't have any fucking clue what it's like to be a normal person. No. And we're, we're normal ass people. Okay. Like, so like, I, uh, it's so goddamn frustrating. It is. It's so epically <laughs> fucking frustrating. And as people that have worked around people that are way more famous than us for a very long period of time, you see and hear a lot of fucking bullshit from people. Mm. Um, and I'm not going to throw anybody specifically under the bus, really, because that's what we—that's not what we do, except for the Kardashians, because <laughs> yeah. they're fucking—they're scourge to the planet. Yeah. But whatever. Like, if something looks off, there's probably a reason why. Is what we're saying. Trust yes. your gut. For the love of God, yes. trust your gut. You have instinct. Use it. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if something doesn't look right. Go to reputable sources. If it's about health or fitness, those things could be like the Mayo Clinic. They could be Livestrong.com. They could be WebMD. You could call your doctor. You could look up peer-reviewed studies. Yes. That's all you have to do. And yeah, it's going to require a little bit of reading, but you were already looking it up anyway, so you want to learn about it, right? You may as well learn the right exactly. shit. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I... I understand. If you're going to read an article, why read the bullshit one when you could actually fucking know what's going on instead? Right. Yeah. If it's, it's, if it seems sensationalized or seems off, or it seems like if they're linking something for you to fucking buy, they're only trying to get money from you and they're sensationalizing it because they know it fucking works. I wish that people had to take marketing classes in college. No so that shit. People would know this everyone, shit. everyone Seriously. should have to. Marketing is such a oh, it's in everything. And we are going to talk. <laughs> we're going to talk about that towards the end of this episode. Yes. We saved it for that specifically for a reason. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's everywhere. It is everywhere, literally. The internet can help a lot of people improve their relationships and make new friends, but it can also isolate you and hurt your in real life relationships. Now, I'm not going to categorize your like friends as like IRL and online, yeah. but like they're your in-person friends and your online friends. Mm -hmm. So like when you have a pre-existing relationship with somebody and then like you just ghost, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is weird. If there's no reason and you just disappear, that's weird. Don't yes. do that to people. Yes. Like give them, give them, you don't have to do a lot. Just like poke them every now and then like, yeah. Hey fucker, how hey, you doing? What's up? Yeah. Just a simple, a how are you? Um, you could meet like your soulmate online, you know, yeah. but there's also like Have friends getting married in a couple of weeks that met on a dating site. Yeah. It's awesome. Phil and I, I think interacted for the first time on, was it MySpace? Yeah. I think God, <laughs> again nice dating days. myself with old people internet <laughs> references here but myspace it's all right i miss myspace what I a magical time of the internet yep. oh my god it's so like, many emo pictures mm. so many so many the uh, raccoon tails were plentiful oh on yeah you think i have dark eyeliner now Whoo, dude <laughs> i had the swoop i had blonde bangs and the rest of my hair was black great time Great times. So here's some nerdy stats Wrist about this. Wristbands up various. to your elbows. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Um, some nerdy stats. 93% of adults on Facebook use it to connect with family members. 91% use it to connect with current friends. And 87% use it to connect with friends from the past. Is this why I don't or have Facebook? Or stalk people or your exes. Okay. Let's be honest. I don't do that, but I used to. Um, so <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I'm just being honest. 70 Dude, we've all 
played fucking Facebook sleuth, oh, okay? Oh, yes. Oh, like, yes. Facebook SVU. We've all done it. Oh, like, yes. Law and order Facebook. Or before you date somebody. Dude. Yeah, you got to go see you what, what, what are you doing. Uh, 72% of teens connect with friends via social media. 81% of teens aged 13 to 17 reported that social media makes them feel more com- uh, connected to people in their lives. And 63% said using it makes them feel supported in tough times. 57% of teens have made new friends online. That could be gaming. That could be a social media site. That could be yeah. whatever. The internet. Bless the internet, but also curse the internet. Like, yeah. damn. Yeah. Um, I just, like, God. Somebody put up a post about girls that remember their live journal URL the other day. I'm like, I'm one of those girls. I don't even know what this is supposed to mean. What the fuck? I just remembered what mine was, and I will not repeat it here because no one needs to see what I was oh, writing 12 years ago. You should go ago. back and revisit it. It'll really, it'll, no, here, it's good for you. Here's why it's good for you, because I know that your shit looks a lot like what my oh, shit I'm looks sure like. Oh, I'm sure it did, and you know what I did? And you'll look at that now and be like, I would wow, write, you know, like, I have grown a fuck ton as a person. Back in the day when you just post song lyrics. Oh, I still do that. Just so that, well, like, based, like, at somebody. I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> but my, that's what my live journal posts look like. It was all veiled and only I knew what any of it fucking um, meant. So stupid. Mine was whining so about stupid. why doesn't this boy like me? Oh, I, there was a ton of that. Me not realizing that. that my anxiety was what it was because I was 15 years old and why should a fucking 15 year old constantly have anxiety yeah but uh, you know what i said 12 years ago i was using live journal when i was like 18 19 so that was fucking 20 years ago i think my last my Uh, last live journal post was like the summer of 2006 wow yeah Yeah, i think mine was about that time too right before my brother got sick yeah and I'm glad that I quit using it because I wouldn't want to revisit any of that shit oh, yeah. on a fucking live. I used to write right a now. lot of poems. Oh, when yeah. I lived in Minneapolis, I go. This is morbid. And this is like random tangent time. Sorry. Did you go to the cemetery and write I, poems. I did. You're a goth kid. Yes. I fucking did. It was my, my favorite. It was my favorite spot in the city. <laughs> like you could see all I mean, of downtown Minneapolis I from am, there. I am wearing my Alkaline yeah. Trio yeah. T-shirt today, <laughs> so I, you're fine. I would legit go up there and lay it at night, and it was usually after I hung out with the kid I liked when I was living in Minneapolis and I'd be all fucking sad because I didn't understand why he didn't like me and all of my fucking poems then were from that too I was like I'm gonna make these into song lyrics oh my god we teen angst we are the same person or late late teens early 20s angst anyway (laughs) we we are Jesus Christ like you want like OG emo kids hello yeah yes hi (laughs) you've come to the right place the new wave kids did it first but we did it on the internet that's what matters we sure did Mm. but you can meet people that you probably would never have the opportunity to meet in real life because of the internet and the faces or the places that you find yourself in like yeah. Sasha and I we worked in the same industry but we never actually like met, met. in like we had that one crossing of paths and you're in Jenny's office that Briefly, one day that yeah. I had to come pick something up from HR yeah but that was about it like and then I moved and we started talking on Twitter like mm-hmm. Lots of shit wouldn't happen if it weren't for the internet and social media. Like Again, we're not telling you don't use social media because we understand how necessary it is in our lives these days because that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. You need it in some capacity. And if you don't, you know, I wish we could all Paul read it and just not fucking care about having social media, but not everybody is that way. And that's fine. Not everyone has the luxury. But social media addiction is also a very real thing. Um, And it affects people more than you would think. 
Um, a study that came out in 2016 found that overuse of social media as an adolescent may decrease success in relationships later in life as online communication hinders the development of conflict management skills and awareness of interpersonal cues. Mm. And this is why I feel like we are where we are as a society. I think that's why you see so much stuff. I see it. Well, and we're in the fitness and nutrition space. So you, like, that's what our reference point is. Yeah. But you see it all the time. <sighs> People are shaming other people. Yes. People are fucking bullying other people. People are saying shit that they think is helpful when really as a societal cue should not be coming out of your mouth or typed on a keyboard. Like I see those people and I say out loud to myself, nobody's ever fucking slapped you before. <laughs> no one has ever fucking put you in your place before and it fucking shows. I no one has ever expecting No one has that. ever looked at you and said, Man, shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up seriously like no one has ever done that for you and i feel sorry for you because you have no fucking social awareness whatsoever and it it's like i'm not i'm not not endorsing slapping people (laughs) but like that that was a figure of speech (laughs) yes but i was just like jesus no one has ever fucking put you in your place before and i feel like that's the problem with a lot of people that we interact with on a daily basis in these spaces they think that they're these fucking alpha males or it can be it can be anybody but like in our experience it's it's people that think that they're these alpha males. Well, guess what? Alpha males aren't fucking afraid of women. Alpha right. males fucking respect women as their equals right. because they also realize that alpha women are at the top of their fucking game too. Exactly. Exactly. Like, strength recognize strength. Yes. Game <laughs> always recognizes game. Like, yes. and if you are upset because a woman has something, you really need to examine why you feel that way. Yes. Yes. Why yes. do you feel that yes. way? Is it just why because are- I have tits? Is it just because yeah. I have tits? Because if I had a dick, would it really change how you felt? Are because you, I'm still the same fucking person with the same fucking accomplishment. Yes. Are you jealous because you can't lift as much? Yeah. And like, hey, what, 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 what are we what doing here? Stop. You need to fucking work on yourself. Go to therapy. For the, <laughs> dude, seriously. You know how many times I want to just be like, literally go talk to somebody. You need to talk to a professional. I would love it if you were confident. Yes. Please. <laughs> For you. Do us all a favor. Go to therapy and learn to be fucking nice. No shit. God damn. So one study found that the more Facebook friends some, like a, an individual has makes using the app more stressful for them. Researchers also found that. that active Twitter use leads to greater amounts of Twitter related conflict, but then that crosses over into real fucking life with romantic partners, which can lead to infidelity, breakup and divorce. Yeah. I mean, everybody thinks that what you say online, like is just a vacuum. No, no. Like we very, People very much, you. we very much have seen things that have been said on Twitter, come back to have repercussions in someone's life in a very real fashion, like losing their job. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, well, the First Amendment says, no, the First Amendment protects you from the government. The government can't arrest you if you say, well, I fucking hate the president. The First Amendment Amendment doesn't protect you from consequences of your fucking actions. Your employer is a private business. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They're not the government. Well, if they are the government, then that's a different conversation. Okay, cool. But (laughs) like if, if you work for a fucking random ass company and you say, I hate black people on Twitter... Like, don't be surprised if someone fucking calls your employer and says, hey, your salesperson's a racist. Like, yes, yes. Like, (laughs) freedom of speech is not freedom of consequence. No, yes. The First Amendment doesn't protect you from consequences of you being a dumb shit. No shit. 
Like, I wish, I wish we could make that more fucking clear. And I don't know how to make it any more fucking clear than that. that The first amendment doesn't protect you from consequences of your own ass writing checks. You can't cash. Yes. Yep. God, (laughs) quit misconstruing things that you don't understand. Right. And if you don't understand it, (laughs) read about it, find a way to understand it. Yeah. It's okay. If you don't know something, it's no, literally. Yes. It's okay. You can learn about things. Yes. Whether that's the first amendment or mm-hmm. whether that's fucking how to properly squat anything, anything. literally anything anything <laughs> oh. reading rainbow open a fucking book yes. please but if you find yourself feeling like the, you're relying on social media too much or the internet too much it might be a good opportunity to address that mm-hmm. take a break from your phone mm-hmm. um if you're finding that you're comparing yourself too much to other people or that your self-worth is diminishing because of what you've been looking at online it's also worth taking a step back and I'm not going to say like nuke your Instagram, but maybe unfollow some stuff. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Maybe mute some things for a little while and see how you feel. If you feel better, then unfollow those things. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling like shit every time you use a social media app because yeah. of the things that you're following or interacting with, sometimes we don't realize we're doing that and that's where that's coming from either. Life is too short to make yourself fucking miserable. Oh my goodness. And it, it's, I understand it. Like you want to follow certain people because you want to learn some things from them. But when you find yourself in a space where you're like, gosh, why, why don't I, why can't I do that? Or why can't I look like that? Or like, here's how I handle, that's where it gets dicey. Here's how I handle accounts like that, that make me feel like that. I will unfollow them, but I will still continue to see what they're doing every now and then. Mm -hmm. I still know that they exist over there. Drop in. I'll just go dip in. I'll go dip in on my own fucking accord every Mm -hmm. now and then fly casual and get the fuck out. Yes. Like, you can still like see what people are doing. You don't have to follow so many to be a fan of them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like you, if you were like, Hey, I'm a fan of the podcast. I'd be like, awesome. Thanks for listening. You know what? That's what I care about. I don't give a fuck. I, I give a fuck if you follow us on Instagram for certain things right. because we can get paid for stuff. But like by and large, if you listen to the podcast, you're giving me the download and that's what we're really ultimately after. Exactly. So thank you for being here. But like people, people put too much weight on what is on their social media. Yeah, they really do. And too it, too much. It's it. That's where we're like, ugh. okay, take, just take a step back yes, if you need to. Um, your online experiences can also help open your eyes to a new way of thinking or a new perspective. It can disarm stigmas, but it can also facilitate bullying. Uh, yes, it can. Uh, being able to connect with people over things that you thought were totally uh, unique to you is a, can be a really fun experience because yeah, cool. you don't feel alone. Or <laughs> The random thoughts in your head. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A (laughs) thousand percent. The one thing I love about there are many things about TikTok is that I I'm cool with not being an individual in any fucking way, shape, or form. But it makes me feel better that like I'm not fucking alone because I'm fucking weird. (laughs) I like being weird, but like I'm glad I'm not alone. (laughs) There are so many communities that we found ourselves in that are amazing, and the folks within those groups are uplifting and understanding of the struggles that everybody goes through when they're on this journey. Um, It's one of the best things that I've found about the internet that I really love is just the community. Um, being able to connect in that way has really helped with my self-confidence at times. Sometimes we feel like we can't, 
Mm-hmm. And then you go and you say that out loud and other people are like, no, no, you can. People you like, fucking fuck got that. this. You're going to go do that yeah. thing. You You've got, got that camaraderie and that, you know, accountability sometimes. So that motivation that we're sometimes always seeking can come from a group that you may belong to. Yeah. Just say something out loud and I guarantee you, you'll have people uplifting you and try like, you know, go encouraging you. And if they're putting you down, then you shouldn't be hanging out with them. So yeah. you're going to learn something either way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've also learned a ton of awesome things, you know, about people of color, the LGBTQIA plus community um, from our friends in the fitness community. Like it can be a really great place to be sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the beauty of it is that you actually have to listen to people. Mm -hmm. Um, the weird thing that about listening to people is again, you'll learn things when you let other people talk Mm -hmm. and the bonus of it is when you say less, people think you're smart for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously. Here's the thing too. Like you can, you can learn a totally different fucking perspective. There's so many things that I've learned about by being on social media that I wouldn't have known or been aware of to go research on my own yeah. just by being on social media. So it can be enlightening and a, and a really good thing, um, especially for stigmas or, you know, anything like that. Um, I mean, I think that social media has greatly benefited the stigma of women lifting. Yes. Uh, I think it's greatly benefited this conversation around mental, mental health, Mm -hmm. uh, just because people are willing to put themselves out there and have those conversations or show people like women can be fucking strong. There are a lot of really cool things that have happened in the social landscape with the help of social media for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but like at the same time, you know, you get that, you get that group mentality and that's when it can get either really great or it can just go to shit really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, um, we live in an echo chamber. Um, that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and it can be fun until you end up on the wrong side of that algorithm or somebody finds your shit and just wants to come and attack you because they're miserable. Mm -hmm. Finding a community is cool until they turn their backs on you. Uh, this happens online a lot, to be honest. Um, you see it, all of the time. Um, and you say one thing that was totally benign and someone takes offense to it and wants to come and attack you for no reason. <laughs> Let's have a quick tangent about cancel culture. Yeah. It's not real. You know how it's not real? Because Morgan Wallen is selling out concerts everywhere after he was on video saying the N-word a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. That guy's still getting fucking Remember paid. things for three seconds, yeah. you know? Yeah. Cancel culture isn't real. Let's stop fucking talking about it like it is. Like, yeah. it's It's not. People say shitty shit, and guess what? Even shittier people are going to support that shitty shit. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't matter. You could be the worst fucking person in the world, and we've literally seen it happen, and Mm -hmm. they can get elected to be the fucking head of a country. Like, dude, it doesn't matter. Cancel culture isn't real, so let's stop talking about it, please. Yep. Let's just call out (laughs) shitty people for the shitty shit they do. Yep, and that's what it is. It's just calling shit calling shit out. (laughs) Yes. Remember Gamergate? Maybe you don't, but it was a loosely organized misogynistic online harassment campaign and right-wing bullshit backlash against feminism, diversity, and progressivism in the video game culture that started in like 2014. Um, It started as a bunch of girl gamers getting doxxed. And if you don't know what that is, that's when all of your personal information is released on the internet. Uh, If it's really bad, it makes its way to 4chan. Um. And it's thankfully never happened to me. It's why I use a fake name for my job. Mm-hmm. But like it was it was really bad. Uh, one of my best friends got kind of caught in it because she's also a gamer. Like I wasn't gaming at that point. So I didn't really I was just like, I'm going to stay the fuck away from online gaming for a mm-hmm. minute. This is ridiculous. And even now, like I'm very protective of the people a that I game with, but the people that I let in to game with mm-hmm. because like 
yeah. the gaming culture, it can, it can be great, but it's, there's also a very dark side to it. There's always two sides to every coin. Yes. And you never want to fucking know what the underside of that coin is doing. You yeah. don't. Just really stay in don't. the light. It's better there. Yes. It's safer. It's safer in the light. Yes. But like, it's, it's just astonishing to see like when somebody does something that doesn't deserve hatred. Mm. And someone just completely starts a fucking hate campaign on them. Yep. Like, why? Yep. It's really easy to get your pitchforks out online. It really, really is. So please be cognizant about the online spaces that you're inhabiting. Um, There are a lot of wolves dressed up as sheep out there. I saw a video the other day. (laughs) It absolutely fucking blew my mind, the reaction to this. This guy went on a date in all 50 states. The women all happened to look similar he has a type yeah, okay so, so he's what? got a type and people just went after him God. i'm like who what what are we doing why? why are we upset about this why are we wasting our time yeah what, like who gives a shit people like what they like i fucking like limb biscuit okay like so do I. are people gonna come at me because they don't like the band probably what if i said i like nickelback are you gonna oh, fucking come for me don't do that there are a couple okay songs like who gives a shit people like what they like like early nickelback is okay let them like what they like unless it's harming other people yeah. and is fucking really terrible like ask being, yourself being a homophobe or yeah. being a racist like gosh ask yourself is this is what this person is this doing important? actually hurting anybody and no. if the answer is no, go on with your goddamn day, my friend. Who <sighs> gives a shit? Why, like, why do we care? So, why do we focus on some of the stupidest seriously, shit? Seriously. You know what I give a shit about? When people are spreading informa- misinformation about fucking food. Yes. That shit pisses me off. Yes. That shit should be combated. When someone's going on a date with someone and they happen to look similar to every other girl they dated, every single dude I've ever been with has a gigantic nose. I have a type. Do you come at me because I like big noses? Who fucking cares? It's my thing, not yours. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we've had we've heard don't kink shame people before, but seriously, everybody has types. They everybody do. does. Everybody has preferences. And if they're not doing it outwardly to be shitty, leave them alone. Who cares? Just because that guy liked to date just because he dated 50 different blonde chicks with blue eyes and this is hypothetical. I don't even know that this is what they looked like. It could have been, you know, girls with brown eyes and black hair. It doesn't matter. Like it, he's not saying that other women are terrible no. and that you're ugly and shitty and no. should feel bad about yourself. He and just that happens was what the like, comments were like yeah. well, well why do you have any diversity in the people you're dating because he like he has a preference in what someone looks like who fucking cares guess what i'm bisexual and i'm married to a dude who right? gives a fuck no one cares it doesn't if it doesn't directly affect you in any way and they're not harming other people stop giving a shit yes and we're talking fuck. about more than a few shitty subtweets here yes. like, we're talking about doxing we're yes. talking about death threats we're talking about hacking your accounts we're talking about all of these things that can happen to someone if if someone else online decides that they're big mad at you yes and a lot of there are people out there who have some fucking power and people will listen to what they have to say the shit on the dark web that exists that you don't realize is <sighs> fucking frightening it is very frightening again stay in the light it's safer yes it's, it's really fucking easy to pile the Lion king was right <laughs> yeah yeah it's really fucking easy to pile on someone you don't agree with yes it, it is it is we get it but also remember that no matter how stupid or what the fucking bullshit that's coming out of their mouth is they're still a person unless of course they're harming there other people exceptions. or they're a bigot. Nobody yeah. has time for that fucking shit. Shut that down immediately. Yeah. But if it's not, if it's a fucking mundane, benign fucking thing, pick and choose the shit you're fucking investing your time into. Yeah. I will make time for certain things to get pissed off about, but I'm not going to fucking make time for other shit. 
Certain things are worth being pissed about. For sure. Like, and and that's okay. You're allowed to be pissed about shit. Go off. If you see something that you think is wrong and you have the receipts and the knowledge to back up your stance, fucking go Go off, off. my friend. Go off. We need more of that shit. For sure. The reason that we are in the situation we are in is because all the voices that are yelling right now have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Be the person that does. If they're shouting at you about fucking oil in a cracker and bare feet in the fucking grocery store, the thing you should be mad about is not the oil. It's the fact that they're barefoot in a fucking grocery store. Yeah, that's disgusting. Don't go barefoot anywhere in public. Do you realize how gross it is out in public? There's people out there. When I go to the, when I fly and I see people use the airport bathroom and they don't put their shoes on. Oh God, that's disgusting. You know that men stand to try to pee while they're flying and we hit turbulence and there's probably piss on that floor, right? Like I I look at these things though and people don't even fucking give it a second thought. I know it's fucking bizarre. Again, no critical thinking. Right. It all comes back to possessing critical thinking. Welcome ah. to Meathead Test Kitchen. Where we just scream about people because they don't have any common sense, apparently. Yes. So there's another piece to this that doesn't get talked about nearly enough, and it is your data. Mm. Um, and the way that companies use the information they just get from you by being online. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be really scary when you take a step back and you really think about it. Um, if it does give you pause, it should. Yes. Um, that's hi. Welcome to the reason that we're having this episode. Like yeah. we're driving the point home now. Um, yes. this is what we call the final act, but like, um, you need to know that they're using your information mm-hmm. yep. and you can agree to not share certain things, but mm-hmm. there's still Facebook has, I don't know how many terabytes of saved text messages that they told us they weren't saving mm-hmm. that Zuckerberg, I think was either in court for, or is in court for right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, the purpose of this episode isn't to scare anybody away no. from using social media or the internet, but it is definitely supposed to poke your brain a little bit, and make you think about things mm-hmm. differently or less. Guard your information <laughs> carefully. Yes. Um, so let's talk about apps and how they use your information. Do you have ovaries? Um, are, and you use a period tracker, I shut this shit down immediately. Yeah, as soon, um, as, as, soon as the Roe v. Wade ruling came yeah. out from SCOTUS, like, they, I started telling my friends left and right, stop using tracker apps. Mm-hmm. They could be using that ovulation information against you if you live in a state that doesn't like abortions. And they can also sell your information to other companies. Here's another really scary thing that's happening right here in the state of Nebraska. There is a young girl whom the police got her messages from Facebook and are using them against her because she had an abortion. What? Do you not hear about that? Oh, that happened in Western Nebraska. Facebook gives texts what are we to police doing? Nebraska. Yeah. Um, Nebraska cops use Facebook messages to investigate an alleged illegal abortion. A 40-year-old one... One 41-year-old woman is facing felony charges in Nebraska for allegedly helping her teenage daughter illegally abort a pregnancy, and the case highlights how law enforcement can make use of online communications in a post-Roe v. Wade era. If you have ovaries, this is why we're talking about this right now. We're, no, we're done fucking around. We're, we're at a serious time, because this is some real shit that's happening in the state that Sasha and I are living in right fucking now. This is... Did you not know about this? No, I didn't, and oh. I'm just, like, sick. Shit. I'm sorry. I thought you knew about this. This no, came out a couple weeks ago. That like, sucks. Yeah. I, I don't have other words for that. Yeah, this, this, is, this happened in, in the beginning of August. This is this is the stuff that, like, I mean, I didn't think this was going to come up today, but... Um, <laughs> I didn't either. I, I think that it's really important to... The reason that this section of the podcast is so important is because we 
don't talk about it enough. I mean, yeah, sure, you can follow certain accounts and stuff, but mm-hmm. if you don't want to <laughs> hear about it and you're not actively following that or not actively paying attention, it's kind of a scary time to to be a person that was born with ovaries right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, our rights are under attack in full fucking force. And yeah. if you don't believe me, look at what's happening in the state of Texas. I mean, I don't have to go very fucking far. I can drive three hours west and I can show you the place where the shit's happening right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very fucking real and it's happening. It's not hypothetical. It is yeah. happening. So if you use period tracker apps, get rid of them. Yep. Write get it down a on a piece binder. of paper. Yeah. Like, don't do the basal temp app shit either. Because that's another way that they can track it. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say Skynet's watching you, but, like, you think that the fucking government can't figure out what kind of porn you look up on your phone if they don't want to? Right. Yep. Be aware. Yes, just know. if, If living anywhere, like, I've lived in the hood a couple of times, and if living in the hood has taught me anything, it is that always be aware of your fucking surroundings, cabron, mm-hmm. because it will save your fucking life. Yeah. Like, if you know what's going on, where things should be, shouldn't be, what's right and what's wrong, you're good. Yeah. Because if something's off, then you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. not to, like, get all, like, doom and gloom on the end yeah. of this episode. That wasn't the point. But, like, we wanted to make it very abundantly clear that your information online is not safe. Yep. And the apps that you think are, are safe are not. Are not. Especially when it comes to your reproductive health. Mm-hmm. Scary times. Yes. So, like, be aware. Mm-hmm. But, like, what about the almighty algorithm that we all hear about on social media? So, algorithm, by definition, is a coded formula that's written into software that, when triggered, prompts the tech to take relevant action to solve a problem. Well, it, the problem is whatever you like. Mm-hmm. And the algorithm's like, here, have this. So, it yes. drives what you see on social media. Yes. Why do you have 25 fucking image or videos of women eating fast food for some reason in your Instagram suggestions? I don't know, but the algorithm thought you'd like it. Mm-hmm. The algorithm might know you better than you think you know yourself sometimes. Fucking it's fucking weird. terrifying. It's weird. Everyone is a little bit a little bit different and they're custom tailored to your app usage. So like our TikTok is fucking conglomerate of crazy. It's a lot yes. of dogs, a lot of cats. Yes. And a bunch of fitness stuff. And then uh, our friends just, you know, inter, 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 intermingled yes. in there. Yes. Um, so the, what's the downside of this? If you or your kid is obsessed with a topic, the app knows and will start feeding you more posts about that topic. There have been a couple of videos, good or bad. There have been a couple of videos on how fast it takes the algorithm to pick up and f- start feeding people white supremacist stuff. Yep. It's a matter of a couple hours. Yeah, it doesn't take long. And that's with anything. It can it be literally, that. yeah. It can be anything. But yes. like if we're gonna talk about things that are actually hurting our society, that's one of them. Right. Like again, it's easy to spread something sensational. Yes. And that sure shit is. is packaged so sensationally to give you an emo watch a video about Nazi propaganda and everything that is happening with the Republican party in the United States of America will make a whole lot more fucking sense. Mm. Like it, uh, we caught one cause we got cable back the other day and I was watching some fucking thing about Nazis and, uh, it's like, Oh yeah, it was the Nazi propaganda machine. I think is what it was called. Mm. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. And Phil and I are just sitting here and I'm like, History really does fucking repeat itself. We don't learn a goddamn thing, do we? Like, shit. But there is hefty data that suggests that Instagram was funneling eating disorder posts to teenage users who have expressed interest in fitness and nutrition, specifically in dieting. And there's a link in the show notes if you would like to read more about this, but it's anything. Like, you think it's an accident that you mentioned something in a conversation with your friend and then Google just prompted it as a fucking focused ad? that shit 
off. Yeah, that's you not can an go accident. into your settings and turn that shit off and try to lessen that stuff. Yeah, I've changed all of my settings and all of my apps. Yeah, because I don't want it to fucking listen to me. They will sell your information. Yes, and that's. I mean, you have to literally go. It's to, it. You might have to Google how to find how to turn off the audio listening fucking part of it. But do it. Do it. Um, you so, wonder why you mentioned a big ass fan and then you had a fucking targeted ad to buy one on Amazon two days later. Not an accident. Dude. Okay. So <laughs> I know I, I bring up the power. I mean, I'll link the, the power of habit in, in the show notes. So, okay. So this is all also ties together really well. There's a whole entire fucking section in that book about how companies target specific people. This was fucking wild. So one part of it specifically talked about target. And they're paying attention when you're using the app, when, um, if you've got your app connected to anything, they are monitoring what you're buying. They noticed, and this was one, they they actually got sued over this. They noticed and were tracking, you know, however, they're robots. Um, That's what they call the algorithm. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But they, they noticed when someone was starting to buy uh, you know, like prenatal vitamins and things like that. So that they were targeting the advertisements and the coupons that they were selling women specifically in this instance, when they were getting their mailers, it was very specific to the things that they would need and were putting on sale to get them to come and buy their baby items at Target. They got sued for this. It's funny you mentioned this because Amazon has said the quiet part out loud before where they're like, we want to send you things that you don't even know you're going to need yet. Think about that for a second That's and think about insane. how fucking scary they that is. prey on your habits. Yes. That's what the algorithm is doing. Yes. And someone's going to think we're tinfoil hats, but there are so many studies and reviews that have ended yeah. lawsuits yes. over this shit. Yes. There, we've, like, what, we've linked a few of these things yes. um, in the show notes. Um, there's a medium.com article that we used. It's really good. Read through the whole thing. But this quote from that article that's linked in the show notes sums up how companies view their online users really fucking well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of long, but bear with me because it's important. You're dealing with some of the largest corporations in the world. They're not designed to be of public benefit. Yeah. Period. They're designed to make profit. Capitalism doesn't give a fuck about humankind. Capitalism fucking, wants businesses to make money as fast all, as possible. Always comes down to the almighty dollar. You have to think about your information as one of many commodities on any fucking platform. Mm-hmm. And you have to really think about how you want that information to be recorded, used, disseminated, bought, and sold. Yep. They are preying on you to make money off of you. Facebook and all of these platforms were created. And I also linked in the show notes because this is where I got it from. And that's why it popped in my head. But there is a documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. It's really, really eye opening on this subject that we're talking about here. But in that, these platforms can't exist without what their commodity is. And the commodity is us. Your information is the commodity. You have to be aware. This next phase, uh, this next phase is an awareness that you're in a commercial environment, that you are the transaction when you're online. You're not just hanging out with your friends. This is about managing your transactional life. Every fucking thing that you interact with online has the potential to be sold to you and you don't even realize it's fucking happening. Yep. There are people that have left companies like Google, et cetera, and this is in that, in that documentary. It is 90 minutes of 
your jaw is going to be open because it's not things that you fucking think about. They're trying to get you to spend more time online and nine times out of 10, it's probably working. I mean, look at the metaverse. They want you to come hang out in the metaverse. And now PacSun has a fucking endorsement person. That's not even real. The first virtual influencer, bitch. That's a fucking like that's Photoshop. You put clothes on Photoshop. Yep. It's, it can be, we're not saying don't fucking use the internet no, because obviously it can to. be a very it's, important tool. But it's a you necessary component of our also daily need lives. to be aware that that's how these algorithms work. We are the commodity and we are the thing that's for sale. Our data and all of our interactions online are what's for sale. That's why it's so easy for misinformation of any kind, but I see it all the time in the fitness and nutrition space. And then you see the comment sections and people are like, oh my God, I don't know what to fucking believe. That's and that's what they want they prey that on way. confusion because if you're confused you're gonna go to somebody that is potentially gonna give you the that wrong answer it comes a, across as the authority yeah, it's, it's really easy to do that online it is again two sides to every coin you have a 50 50 shot of getting someone that's reputable and someone that's bullshit and mm-hmm. if you don't know anything about the topic you're not going to be able to distinguish the difference between the two and that's how it's unfortunate and I don't know how, how you combat it other than like, we're going to continue to do this podcast and talk about these things, but it's, you know, it, the sexy thing isn't, isn't the thing or the non-sexy thing isn't the thing that, that people are interacting with. Yeah. Um, you know, they hear, oh my God, you shouldn't be eating peanut butter. There's so much shit in it. It's like, yeah, okay. But like, can you, can you, can we all please put in our critical thinking caps? And if that sounds weird and peanut butter has been a part of your life, your whole fucking life, but now they're telling you, you can't have it. Look into it. Water please. is bad for you. What? What? You need water to We're literally made. live. We're made of water. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? You know that like mo- more than half of us is water. Yeah. Like, what? by the way, drink your fucking water. Like, Stay hydrated. <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, We talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK, and we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, can help you if you're looking for counseling online. It's super convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. It's amazing. I've signed up for it myself. Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year to address some of your issues if you're having some. Um, And BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. Um, You can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. No one likes those. Um, Waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Uh, We've talked about that before too. Finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to, um, and talk through some things, it's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com slash reviews. And today you can visit betterhelp.com, that's H-E-L-P, slash M-T-K, um, and you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of Meathead Test Kitchen. You get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash MTK. 
So if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help, please check out BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P dot com slash M-T-K and get 10% off of your first month today. Those, those are the people that like, okay, so in radio we have these things called hot buttons and when... That's what this. Yeah, yeah. What this is. Yeah. Uh, this is a hot button pad. Um, but if I had a hot button for life, my fucking first hot button would be the part from Billy Madison where he's like, "You've been awarded no points. What you said is the most ridiculous bullshit I've ever heard before." I'm summationing right yes. now, but this isn't exactly what it is. But um, he's like, "You are awarded zero points. We're all dumber for having had to listen to you. May God have mercy on your soul." Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> like, it's in serio. I'm not fucking kidding. And they like, have like oh. a million views, and yes. that's on any platform. And it's so there's a fucking guy who is the V shred guy who's like, please fucking, don't fucking eat pizza. Okay, okay, our brain cell is dancing today because <laughs> Phil was on YouTube the other day, and I heard that motherfucker's voice, and I was like, God damn it, Vince, shut the fuck up with your V shred bullshit. The only yeah, reason he's like famous, me and Anthony Kiedis. the only reason he's famous is because he dated Paige Hathaway, who's oh. an even bigger snake oil salesman than he is. You've just got to, I know that we like talk about this constantly on the podcast, but the reason we did this whole fucking episode is because it's entirely fucking frustrated when people won't listen to factual fucking information. Yes. Real information is out there. You're you're not going to take a pill and lose 50 fucking pounds and keep it off. Like, I'm sorry, but you're not. You're going to have to fucking work for it. Guess what? You don't work out for a while. You're going to gain weight. I took a year from working off because I had to have surgery. And then, like, I'm just now starting to work out again. Guess what? I atrophied in my fucking left quad muscle. It's smaller than my other leg right now. Does that suck? Yes, that's life. You fucking get out of that hole and you keep fucking building. Right. Like, uh, did I put weight on? Oh, absolutely. I've gained a couple pounds. Like, who cares? Who gives a shit? It's the all over. (laughs) Life is ebbs and flows. Yes, absolutely. Win more more than you lose. And that's all that fucking matters at the end of the day, my dudes. Yep. Yep. Keep fucking going. Keep yeah. swimming. Like we don't, again, we're not trying to freak no, anybody out with the information that we gave you today. And if you want receipts, all of that shit is cited in the show notes. There's an NPR article talking about what happened in Nebraska with the cops and Facebook. If you want all that information, it is there. Yeah. We're not here to fucking lie to you. That's not what we do. But like, we want you to know that you, in spaces where you think you're safe, you may not be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if something feels off, there's probably a reason why trust your gut, like Mm -hmm. consider things that you maybe don't think about often enough. Mm -hmm. And again, this is because we all have biases. We all live in echo chambers. Just because you don't know something doesn't mean you're a fucking asshole. It just means that you have something new that you get to learn about. Exactly. It's it's an opportunity. Yes. And and we're so accustomed to using and being online that I think it's easy to pass by or not take certain things into consideration. Mm -hmm. Your safety is a big fucking thing to take into consideration. And that's why we were like, okay, it's fucking time for this episode. Yeah, we got to do the whole thing. It is time. So I, I think it's probably a 50, 50 risk versus reward. Yeah. It's, it's paying attention to the things that you're interacting with um, and not letting it negatively affect your mental health. If you're starting to feel like shit and you're part of a group and you, every time you go there and you're feeling like shit, cause you're not getting the support you are seeking, maybe it's time to reevaluate. If you're hanging out on a Facebook server or a Facebook uh, page or a Discord server with people that just seem to piss you off, leave. Leave. They're not your people. Yeah. Yep. It's all right. You're That's good. Fine. That's you can okay. go find some other space. There's another place to hang out, I promise. For sure. Like, and if you have any questions or want, want us to point you in a direction of, you know, a space that, that you'd like to try out or, or a more 
uplifting one, um, you can always send us a DM. You can send us an email. We're at Meathead Test Kitchen everywhere on social except for Twitter where we're at MTK Staff. Again, the email address is hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. The show notes will be on meatheadtestkitchen.com. You can buy merch. Yeah. Um, there's a link on our website or you can go to shop.herdatmedia.com. Get a I want to put Meathead Test Kitchen t-shirt. A bitch. fucking nice shirt in there. I really, really want to. Um, but... If you ever, if you have any questions, right across the tits, just yes. big block letters. Be fucking nice, and then our logo on the back. If you ever need anything from us, obviously feel free to reach out. We're always available, like yeah. legit. Um, just be aware of your surroundings. Know what's going on. Street mm-hmm. smarts, yeah, they're cool. Common sense will get you far. We love you. Be nice, and your hair looks nice. Yeah, your outfit's fucking banging today. And if you don't have hair, I like your shiny dome yeah mtk out join sadie and sasha every monday helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less mtk a hood at media production